Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of the podcast. My name is Christy Browning. I'm a motivational and inspirational speaker, author, and coach. And it is my hope and desire each time we come to this podcast episode that you are encouraged, empowered, and inspired to change your life. Today, we're going to be giving you five specific tips that I use personally to break out of a slump. I don't know if you've ever experienced a slump. Maybe you call it a funk. Maybe you call it demotivation. Whatever you want to put a label on it, man, I have been there and I'm sure you have too. And today we're going to share with you five very specific ways you can break that cycle. So let's dive in. I don't know about you, but I definitely have those days when I feel completely overwhelmed and absolutely just stuck in a long to-do list. Maybe I'm feeling really overwhelmed by all the things that are required of me. Uh, And sometimes just the mundane stuff of life starts to take its toll, especially if you find yourself working towards a really big goal and it just seems like you're not crossing the finish line. I totally know how you feel. In fact, it was just a couple of weeks ago that I sat at a lunch with some other girlfriends. We were there for a community event that I had signed up to go to weeks and weeks before. And when it came time for that event to actually take place, I really didn't want to leave the house. I really wanted to just stay in my yoga pants and my sweatshirt and just stick to the couch. You see, a couple of days prior to that event, maybe even more like a week prior to that event, I was feeling the funk. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Where you just lose all momentum and motivation and you kind of don't really have the direction or the uh, laser focus to go after whatever it is that you're working on. Whether it's doing something with your finances, trying to get better at your health and wellness, You know, there's just days where we don't want to move off the couch. And the problem happens when those days become multiple days and maybe even multiple weeks. I had someone tell me once that a rut, where we can find ourselves often, a rut is a grave with the ends kicked out, meaning it is a death sentence. If you don't figure out a way how to get yourself up out of a rut and moving forward to something that makes life great for you. And that's kind of where I found myself on that particular Wednesday morning when I thought, ugh, I do not want to leave the house. I do not want to go and put on a face and be on to do all the things with all of these people. I just really, really want to stay in my slump, in my rut, in my funk. Insert whatever adjective you would like to insert here. But I had pre-registered for the event. And to be quite honest, I had paid for a seat at this lunch and it was really the fact that I had already spent the money to go that made me get up and go because I did not want to be there. But I got up, I got dressed, put on some makeup, headed out the door. I'll tell you, it was so good for me to be there because not only was I out and about and just the energy of the room kind of brought some life to me, but I got to spend some time with a couple of ladies who I'm good friends with. And of course, girlfriends are one of the best things you can do to boost yourself out of a slump. But while we were sitting there, it gave me a chance to kind of vent a little bit. You know, sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need to just be around people that allows us to kind of unpack how we're feeling and just kind of let our hair down and be real and authentic about the stuff we're struggling with. 
Now, that's not always everybody in our fan club or even all of our friends on Facebook. They don't need to know all that stuff. But, you know, we got the select few people who we can turn to and say, hey, listen, I need to like let off some steam or, you know, give a little vent session to could you be a listening ear? And so I was sitting at the table telling my friend Cheryl this and just as, I mean, as soon as we finished the conversation, I kind of took a breath and from across the room, this gal beelines for our table and she heads my direction and she's locked eyes right on me. Like I knew she was coming for me. And before I could even say anything, she said, oh my goodness, you're Christy Browning. I adore you. To which I thought, where is this conversation going? <laughs> uh, should I be scared or should I be incredibly flattered? And she comes around the table to where she's standing right by my side. And she says, I love watching your videos. I love following you online. And I'm so excited to meet you in person. So till that, we had a great little chit chat. And let's be honest, when something like that happens, it's a boost to your confidence a little bit. Uh, don't get me wrong. But it really reminded me that all those days before where I was hanging out on the couch and I just felt like I wasn't getting anywhere and I was feeling overwhelmed and stressed out and like I was spinning my wheels and just kind of, kind of pushing myself into this pit. That encounter with that woman reminded me that that's just how I was feeling. That's not the truth. The truth is when I come on here, whether it's YouTube or a podcast or something on Instagram or Facebook Live, and I bring encouraging, empowering, and inspiring material to the masses, even if it touches one heart and changes one life, it is worth it. And while sometimes I don't have the ability to reach through the internet and know exactly how I'm impacting lives, deep down inside, I have to hang on to the people I have encountered, that I've met, that have messaged me, that comment, that share how important all of this is in their life. And it got me to thinking, and more importantly, it got me to working on a couple of things that I found to be super important to help me get out of a funk, out of a slump. And I want to share those with you today. If you were sitting here in the office with me, you would see on my walls, around my office, on my bulletin board, tucked into little places on my bookcase, are notes and cards that people have sent me that have told me how much what I have done has impacted them. And I tell you all of that. And I tell you the story about this wonderful girl, her name is Brittany, by the way, that I met at this lunch. I don't tell you all of that to make myself sound all that special or super famous, because let me tell you, there's nothing glamorous on this side of the microphone, let me assure you of that. But I tell you that because we all need this one tool in our toolbox, and that is a way to chart our success. No matter what you do in life, whether you're working a full-time job or you're raising a family or you're trying to save money for your kid's college or you're trying to launch a business or you're just trying to get dinner on the table, let me assure you, you've had past wins. You've had successes that have happened on some day in your life. And if we could stand for a moment and look towards the past, we would see that we have multiple successes that we could string together to create a beautiful line of wins. 
And when we're feeling like, oh, I just got to lay on the couch one more day. I just need to binge this episode of Netflix so badly. I can't get out of my yoga pants. I don't know why I'm doing all of this. I feel like a failure. I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. All of that negative talk. And it might, some of it might be totally, absolutely true as far as how you feel. The truth of the reality is that in your past, there's a whole lot of days that were successful. When I think about my life, I'm 40 something uh, years old and across 40 something years, I've had lots of successes. And even though today may feel like I am just crawling on my hands and knees, trying to just move forward as inch by inch as I can, I can look over my shoulder to all of the things I have done or accomplished in my life and see where I had success. And while there may not be success standing right in front of me or in the moment that I'm in, I know that there has been success, which probably means on some level, I'm successful. I can win. I can get up and maybe tomorrow's the day that I get another success under my belt. So one of the things that I love to do most when I'm really starting to question my ability to tackle a project, or if I start to think, why am I doing this speaking thing? This is crazy. People think I'm crazy. It's not working. I'm frustrated. Why am I going to write another book? Why do this work? Why go through the headache? When I really start to question that and I get overwhelmed with those emotions, I like to sit down and literally draw a line across a page, starting with whatever date I want to start with. And I literally create a map of my successes. And sometimes I have to start on the day that I'm actually at and work backwards. Sometimes I have to start where I can and work forwards. It just depends on my mood. But when I start to write out my accomplishments or I start to catalog and chart my successes, I begin to realize that all of these things I've been able to do in the past. I was just reminded this weekend, I happened to guest judge a speech competition that happened um, for our sectional semifinals for high school students in my area. And it was really an interesting process. I hadn't been able to ever go to anything like that before. So this was a first for me. And I was super impressed with the, with the students that were there, the things that they presented, and their ability to present them in such a professional, concise manner. But there were other adults that were judging as well. And so throughout the day, I got the chance to talk to them and get to know them. And every time I would sit down and talk with them, they would ask, how did you get, you know, to be asked to do this judging thing? Like, what connection do you have to this process? And while the majority of them were either speech coaches at other schools or were some other faculty or staff members at schools or even parents, I had none of those connections. All I could say was that one of the guys that was in charge of the whole thing happened to be my connection and coach for my TED Talk. And as soon as I said my TED Talk, people wanted to know about my experience. People were impressed by the TED um, brand, by the TED thing on my resume, and they wanted to know all about my TED Talk experience. And it was really fun to get to kind of relive some of those experiences and some of those details with those who wanted to know about it. But even just sharing that made me recognize, Christy, you have this on your resume that's really huge. You should stop and pat yourself on the back every now and then and say, okay, okay, if I was able to get on the TED stage and give a TED talk, I probably can make it through today. 
chart your successes. I guarantee that you have wins in your back pocket that you're not even thinking about. Because for us, we win, we cross the finish line, we move on to the next thing, and we may not even take the moment to celebrate that success. But if you're finding yourself standing in what feels like a wilderness of overwhelm and spinning your wheels and not feeling super great, stand still, look behind you, and see what successes are looming in the past. Pull them out, dust them off, celebrate them again, and boost your confidence a little bit by simply remembering what you've done in the past. The second thing that I love to do to help me when I get stuck in this sort of negative process, this negative thinking, is I like to remember what my goals are and why they're important to me. Now, there's lots of conversation out there in the world about the importance of your why. And while I think all of us have a why that we kind of can articulate, sometimes it's one thing to articulate it and have the right why answer, but it's a whole other thing to sit with your why answer and be able to really put yourself into the depths of what that means to you to really put yourself in the picture of what it looks like when that comes around to reality, when it becomes manifested in your life, when you really reach the finish line and you get what you want to get, what is that going to feel like? And when I can sit back and really, really think about my vision that I feel like is for me and what I'm supposed to be doing, and I start thinking about all the reasons why that's important, I start to get a little fired up. There are a little spark starts to stir up in my belly and I want to put on my shoes and go for it. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of just reconnecting with it. You know, some of those long-term goals, they're so far out there that when we don't have a win, when we're not crossing the finish line, it can feel like we're never, ever, ever going to get there. But if I can take that long-term goal and break it into more short-term pieces and celebrate a finish line, not once, not twice, sometimes four or five times before the actual big goal is reached, that allows me to celebrate along the way and really truly enjoy the journey. But even then with those short-term girls, short-term goals, sometimes I can feel as if I'm still disconnected for the reason why I'm pushing for this. And having my why intact is super important. All right, number three, the other th thing I like to do and the other part of this piece of the puzzle that really helps me is to, as simple as it sounds, to get off my butt and get going. I know, you're like, really, Christy? But <laughs> seriously, to get up and get out. That day that I went to the luncheon, just getting up, putting on some big girl clothes, doing the hair and makeup, getting outside of the house, just sort of boosted that confidence a little bit, it made me feel like I was productive that day. And so get up and get out. What's the one thing you can do today to move yourself out of that physical slump you're in and go do something different, break up your norm, do something that maybe is not so much what you've been doing all along because, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing all over again, over and over and expecting a different outcome. And the truth of the matter is, is sitting on your couch, watching Netflix, binge eating your favorite ice cream day after day after day is probably not getting you to your success point. And so why would you keep doing it? It's not working. Yeah, misery loves company, but that is a company that goes bankrupt. So if you want to be successful and you want to go for your dreams, you've got to do it in a different place than where you're at in that moment. So get up, get out. 
And that brings me to the fourth thing, go do something you can win at. See, so many times it's not about the big vision, the big picture win. We have to, in that moment, we need a shot in the arm, like an adrenaline shot that gets us that boost of energy we need most. And so if you can find a win that you can go get right here, right now, that lets you have a little confidence. It gives you a little wind in your sails. It helps you hold yourself up a little taller. And guess what? That win will lead you to another and another and another. I was talking to a group of ladies um, several months ago, but we were having this conversation about how do we work through some of our slumps and how do we break through this sort of paralyzed funk that we find ourselves in. And one of the ladies said, there are days when the thing I need to do most is just to get in the shower and get dressed. And another lady was kind of laughing because we were all kind of thinking the same thing, but no one wanted to admit it. She said, sometimes the win is just making the bed so that I don't crawl back into it. And one lady was said, one of the things that's like a win for me is just to get up and go in the kitchen and, you know, clean out the dishwasher or reload it and have some breakfast. Because if I will make myself a breakfast, I'm more likely to eat all of my meals and they'd be healthier options than just like eating potato chips out of the bag. And we all kind of chuckled because we all thought of these very simple things that we can do every day or on those days when we're feeling down. And while they seem like simple, itty bitty things, it really does help boost our, our confidence, put the wind in ourselves and let us know that, Hey, we can move forward. We can have a better day today. So much of what we talk about here on my side of the world and my little corner of the internet or on a podcast is how we can change our lives. And when we talk about living revised, the whole concept of that is how can we live different today than we did yesterday? And for some people, the difference today than yesterday is today they got up and got in the shower. Today, they got up and made the bed. Today, they went and actually made themselves breakfast instead of eating potato chips out of the bag. Sometimes it's the little wins, but the little wins is what becomes a foundation for you to put bigger and bigger and bigger action steps in place. So give yourself a little grace, allow yourself a little room to run and just do what you can today. And the goal is, am I doing more today? Am I doing better today? Am I doing something different today than I did yesterday? And if you are count it as a win. The last and final thing I want to share with you is to lessen your load. Listen, a lot of times we feel overwhelmed because we are. We have somehow chosen to fill our entire days with so many to-dos, so many action items, so many lists of things that need to get accomplished, so much that we just back ourselves into a panic corner because we start to realize that there's no possible way we can get all of that done. And we start to experience like the walls closing in. Do you guys remember that scene from Star Wars where they fall into like the trash pit and the walls just squish and squish and squish and it's going to kill them if they don't get out? That's how we live. Our to-do lists are like those walls where they're just closing in on us and it threatens to squeeze the life out of us. I sometimes feel like one side of the wall is the to-do list that I've created and the huh, enormity of stuff I've managed to put on my plate. 
And the other side is the stuff everybody else puts on my plate. You know, all the things everybody else needs you to do. And if one more thing gets added to either side, I'm going to snap. But like, it just feels like it's pressure, 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 pushing in, pushing in, and I'm going to break. I think that's probably where I was a couple weeks ago. But I had to step back and go, okay, what are some of the things on this list? What are some of these things that make up these walls that are caving in on me? And what are some of the things I can take off? Because I control my schedule. I control how much availability I have to other people or to other commitments. I'm the one that says yes or says no. And so let's look at this and what can change? What can be updated? What can be pushed off? What can be delegated to somebody else? My husband knows full well when I start to feel panicky about this crazy schedule or all of these to-do lists or all the things that need to get done. And while he's not really the one to sit down and create a podcast or type up a, a blog post, that's not his specialty. But he is an amazing cook. And every now and then he's amazing at cleaning up the kitchen and cleaning the house and doing the laundry. And so uh, a couple of weekends ago, I was really busy, slam packed, so much to do, like spending a lot of extra hours working. And he says, what can I do to help you? And I said, the stuff here, the stuff here at the house is what you could do to help me. That would be great. That'd be one less thing I have to do. And then this weekend, I was gone almost the entire weekend from one thing to the next. And he got to be home on Saturday and I came home and the laundry was done. And he said, I knew you were busy and there was just no way you were going to get it, you know, get it done this weekend. And he's probably thinking, and I don't want to go to work without any pants. So I probably should do some laundry. And so it was done and it felt so amazing to, you know, have that one less thing off my plate. I also chose during that time frame, this like week and a half where it was just too much and I just couldn't take it all. I also chose to not do as much social media, not watch as much television, not do all the extra little things. While some of that's important because we need time to like have some downtime and to relax and recharge. There are some things that are taxing more than refueling. And those were things that were taxing to my psyche, my heart, my schedule. And I just needed to push it off and just not be bothered with it. And so I did. And the world still turned and life still went on. And even though I wasn't in all the places all the time to do all the things that I wanted, the day still went by. The sun still set and the sun still rose the next morning for me to keep working on the stuff. So guess what? The same thing is true for you. If you're finding yourself really weighed down by the pressure and the time and the to-do, if you're finding that you're getting sucked dry and there's nothing left for you to be able to give back to the world, if there's nothing that's allowing you to do the thing that you were put here on earth for and you just feel like you can't, there's just too much, pick one of these five things and see if that doesn't help get you where you need to be. Either look back and see all the wins that you have from your past and let that boost your confidence a little bit. Maybe you need to really sit and think about what you want most in life and why you want it. And what is it going to feel like once you get there? Are you going to have relief? Is it going to be a celebration? Is it going to be a boost to your bottom line? Maybe it's a big win for your professional career. What is it that you want most? 
and why. Then I want you to get up and get out and do something. Don't say, stay in the same place that you were yesterday. Physically move your body out of its normal surrounding. Go do something and see if that doesn't help you feel a little better. At the same time, get up, get out, and get a win. Find something super easy to accomplish today that you can say, yes, I got that done. And if that's the only thing I got done today, well, by golly, I'm going to count this day as a victory. And then tomorrow, do the same thing. Get up, get out, and get a win. And all of those little wins and all of the things that you do day by day add up to your week, which add up to your month which then add up to your year. And if you made 1% of improvement each day, imagine where you would be at the end of this year. We wouldn't be stuck the same. We wouldn't be laying on the couch. You would have moved forward. And isn't that the goal? Isn't that what everybody's looking for? If you're here watching a video, reading a book, getting on a blog, listening to a podcast, and you're in my space, that has to be what you're looking for because that's all that we talk about is how do we change and go after what we want in life. And so I got to believe that's, that's what you want because you're here. And so just 1% different today than yesterday and all the days and all the weeks and all the months add up to an amazing year. But then sometimes in order for that to happen, we have to pick and choose how we spend our time and we need to lessen the load by maybe delegating tasks and responsibilities or just letting go of some things that maybe really aren't that important and creating some margin in life so that we can breathe, so that we can have a chance to catch our breath, so that we can relax and refuel and recharge. I believe, friend, that if you are wanting a better life, you're willing to do things that are outside the norm because this is not what everybody does. These are not the things that most people do on a day-to-day -day basis. Most people continue to fill up their time with social media or with a Netflix binge or eat the foods they want to eat because they are stressed out and feeling overwhelmed and they sort of self-medicate by eating. Or maybe they choose more destructive habits like addictions or relationships that aren't healthy or aren't necessary. So you can have the choice. Go against the social norm and have a life like no one else or do what everyone else is doing and end up nowhere where you want to be. We all are going to end life in some form or fashion. Today you get the choice to say, this is the step I'm going to take and the path I want to run on so that when it's all said and done, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. I hope this is encouraging, empowering, and inspiring for you to go out today and change your life. And the great thing about changing your life is it doesn't just stop with you. It's a ripple effect that then spills over and inspires someone else to do the same kind of change. Whether that's your kids, your coworkers, your spouse, your community, the folks you go to church with, the lady who checks you out at the teller machine, the guy who bags your groceries at the grocery store. If we want to see real change happen in this world, it starts with you and it starts with me. Thanks for coming on this journey with me today. I can't wait to see what you do to make tomorrow better than today.
If you liked this episode of the Live Revised Podcast, I would love it if you would tell a friend about it. You can just tell them to look for the Live Revised Podcast on all of their favorite podcast platforms, or you can take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and share it on your social media channels. I hope you tag me in your Instagram feed or on your Facebook page. If you do share this, I'd love to say thanks. And if you have any questions or want to comment or share your thoughts on this episode, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Christy Browning Official. Be sure that you get over to our website at christybrowning.com to find more episodes, get more free resources, and find other people and connect with them because they're looking to be encouraged, empowered, and inspired with you as well. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll catch you back here next week for our next episode.